Good morning, everyone. Can we begin our service by singing the first verse, hymn 729? Good morning, folks. A very warm welcome to our morning service. Let us say good morning to friends who are just sitting beside you on your left or on your right. Let's greet. Just say just good morning. Good morning, our Louise. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Would you please stand where the Bible enters the church? Thank you. Please be seated. Thanks to the Flower Fund for the, church, for the flowers in church this morning. Uh, the social night takes place next Saturday, 25th at 7pm. This is your last chance to see John Mooney to order your meals. Uh, Gordon Kerr is still in Monkland's Hospital, Ward 18, and is slowly recovering, and, and he's doing quite well at the moment. And finally, a congratulations to Rona Melrose, who had her dot, 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 birthday yesterday. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to tell you what age she is. 
I think he's the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> These are all intimations. Thank you. It's all I have to give 
Rose still remember that song that hymn we we sang at her wedding. <laughs> Our psalm is taken from Psalm 19. It's on the page 552 in the Pew Bibles. We'll read this psalm together. We go to verse 1 to verse 5. We cannot stop at the verse 4. I think we have to go to verse 5 too. Let us read it together. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pull forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, they have pitched a tent for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming forth from his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. I think that's what we are going just to sing there, trying to describe, you know, the marvelous creation of God. 506, O Lord my God. Maybe we could also go to verse 4. 506, O oh Lord my God.
Just let us take one minute of silence to reflect on what this hymn says.
O Lord, our God, how great thy art, how great thy art. Almighty and eternal God, you are hidden from our sights. You are beyond the understanding of our minds. Your thoughts are not like our thoughts. Your ways are past finding out. Yet you have breathed your spirit into our spirits. You have formed our minds to seek you. You have turned our hearts to love you. You have made us restless for the rest that can be found in you. You have planted within us a hunger and a thirst that make us long for the eternal satisfaction of heaven. Lord of our lives, thank you for this new day. For its gladness and brightness. For its many hours waiting to be filled with a joyful and a helpful labor. For its open doors of possibility for its hope of new beginnings. Lord of our lives, stir up in our hearts the desire to make the very most of today's opportunities. This day, O oh Lord, give us courtesy, give us gentleness, give us patience, give us love, give us self-control and faithfulness in our relationships. Merciful God, we confess our sins as a church. We have not loved one another as Christ loved us. We have not forgiven one another as we have been forgiven. We have not given ourselves in love and service for the world as Christ has given himself for us. God, our heavenly Father, forgive us. Loving God, accept us as we are. And let us now feel surrounded by your love. Lord God, now speak to us and open our spiritual ears to hear what you have to say to each and every one of us. Because you have a message for us as a church. 
and as our community. Lord God, address us and speak to us. Loving God, these prayers we pray, we present to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who taught us to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning, everyone. This morning's reading is taken from Matthew chapter 4 and reading from verse 18. It can be found on page 968 of the Pew Bible. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus calls his first disciples. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called to them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. Amen. And may God give his blessing to that reading from his holy word. Thank you, Jim, for the reading of God's word this morning. Jesus calls his first disciples. That will be the focus of the message this morning. And Jesus is calling each and every one of us. He's equipping and he's enabling each and every one of us to do extraordinary things in extraordinary times. That's in response to sing together, 975, before the throne of God above. Great high priest. 
For the first time I heard about this song I was at the induction of one of my colleagues in one of the congregations in our presbytery of Hamilton. And in that song, it was just, just one word which really um, made an impact in my life every time I sing this hymn and reflect on that word. And it says this, my name, Echilo Selema, is graven on God's heart. And the second phrase says this. My name, Echilo Selemane, is written on his heart. When you think about uh, this 
That was his sense of hope. Even in our hopeless time. Knowing that your name, your own name, is graven on God's hands. And your name also is written on God's heart. Although we go through hard times in our lives, very, very hard times, our families go through hard times, friends go through hard times. And when we come to worship, we pray for our families, for our relatives, for our friends who are going through a hard time. And when we know that their names are graven on God's hands and their names are written on God's heart, we live here with a sense of hope knowing that God knows what they are going through. And God will always remember them. God will not forget them. Even ourselves here as we come, we have our trouble, our problems, each and every one of us here. We know that our names are graven on God's hands and our names are written God's heart. May God help us for the time to reflect on what this hymn says here. And as we give us a sense of hope, though we go through a hard time and our families still go through a hard time. Let us pray together. Loving God, help us to listen to the preaching of your living word. Loving God, address us, we pray. Amen. Jesus calls his first disciples, his four. First disciples. We have them, Peter, Andrew, James, and John. These were the first who were called by Jesus. When Jesus was just walking along the lake of Galilee, he saw them, these fishermen, and he called them, follow me, and they followed him. Friends, God's call it's something which equips us. God's call enables us to do things extraordinary in extraordinary times. God's call makes all the difference. The God's call make it all possible. Even the things which we could say, I cannot do this, I'm not able to do this, 
But when you, you feel really called by God and you say, here I am, God. Here I am. And God just enables you to do even things which really for you, these things were impossible to do. Yesterday at the prayer meeting, Moira and I were talking about this, this, and I said, Moira, when I came to this church 15 years, you were just uh, you know, um, a treasurer of this church. To be honest, Moira, I didn't know you very well. The only time I saw you was at a board meeting when you did present you know, the finances of the church. But uh, Moira used just to sit there at the back but Moira didn't do too much in this church when I came to this church. No. Yes, she was a treasurer of this church. Yes, she, she was a good treasurer of this church, looking after our finances in this church. Moira used to sit at the back of this church, at the back of this church. And now, see what Moira is doing <laughs> in this church. See what she's doing now. Uh, she gets involved and she's active in this church. And she's doing things which she felt she couldn't do. Now she's doing what now um, she's doing. And it's not just Moira. Many of the folks of this church, when I came to this church, was maybe... This church was just a wee, a wee group of people who were very active in this church. They were involved in this church. And there were others, to be honest. They were there, worshiping, very active. They did, they did attend the services, but uh, they didn't get involved. But, but now I can see them so active and doing extraordinary things in extraordinary times. People like Joe, Joe Mooney. Personally, <laughs> let me say this, uh, Joe Mooney. I didn't know too much about Joe Mooney. He did attend the services, but again, he left the church quietly. I didn't know too much, you know, about Joe Mooney. Look now what Joe Mooney is doing for his church, for and so active. When he heard God calling him, he said, here I am, God. Here I am. And now God is enabling him, doing these extraordinary things. And that's what God does in our lives. And God's call can come to anybody. To anybody, my friend. To anybody, whoever they are and wherever they found themselves on a journey. And God's call can come in and at the most likely, most suitable, as much as the most unlikely, most unsuitable of places or time. If I ask one of you, or ask myself here, when did I... Here goes calling me. 
I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you. I have to say, I didn't hear God's voice in my ears, God calling me, Chilo, I'm calling you for, for, for my, my work. No. I didn't hear that voice. I didn't hear that voice. No. All I can say now, I say, yes, I'm standing here doing what I'm doing here. Even my, my sermon is boring. Yes, but I know. <laughs> I'm standing here because God is enabling me to stand here and to, to say a few words here. It's God who is enabling me. And now I've got this sense, yes, God has called me. And God is enabling me. And that call came to Peter. Andrew and James and John. The reading from Matthew Gospel here, chapter 4, reading from verse 18 to 22, which we just heard here, reveals how in the midst of their daily routine, these four ordinary fishermen were approached by Jesus. And there was nothing special about these guys. Peter, Andrew, James, and John did not have uh, special skills. They were ordinary people with ordinary lives and ordinary families and friends. I even wonder if they were regular attenders on their local synagogue. Fishmen have to work according to the timetable of nature, not the timetable of scheduled prayers and services. And it is these four fishermen that Jesus approached, these ordinary folk. Not uh, the religious professionals or religious insiders. Jesus approached ordinary folk like you and I. And Jesus said to them, follow me. And so they did. The divine call was irresistible. They couldn't resist to that call. And when God calls you, you cannot resist. You cannot resist. Because God's call has the power. Has the power. You cannot resist when God calls you. You just stand and you just go forward doing what God is asking you to do. And it was the same with these disciples. When they heard that call, they stood up and they followed Jesus. And that divine call equipped them. They equipped these four fishermen. Not so they would be better people or even holier people. Remember, Simon Peter will later deny Jesus. And James and John will become part of a scobos of who will sit at Jesus' side in his eternal kingdom. No, my friends. God's call 
does not make you a better person. Whatever better might mean. But what I know is that all God's call does accomplish is to equip you to do extraordinary things in extraordinary times. Things that will reveal God's love and the light in the challenging times. Friends, we cannot make a mistake here. We live in a challenging times in our churches and times in terms of the decline of our church. A lack of young people in the pews. We have a fabric problems. We have poorness in our church. These are challenges indeed. So whatever lies ahead, my friends, let us begin with a personal recommitment to follow Jesus wherever he leads. And at some time, we should desire to play our full part in this church, seeking his renewal through our worship and through our service. These two, I think we need to focus on this. The worship and the service we offer here. And let us talk about our worship and this church of Townhead. We are a group of people who enjoy worshiping together. And they show that to be the case. We sing from both traditional and the contemporary hymns. In our worship in this church, we are taught from God's word. And we are fed from the sacrament of the Holy Communion. Now, if what we do together, when we gather in worship, is not reflected in how we live, when we scattered throughout the week, that worship is meaningless. That worship is useless. Folks, we are God's people. And here now I start to think of one thing here which we needed to do. We needed to forge new relationship with one another inside our church here. And with those people who live with us in our local community here. And the challenge for us is how to strengthen our existing relationship with one another inside this church. And how to encourage our relationship beyond this church walls. And I believe that together we can overcome these challenges if we totally commit ourselves to talking to people in this community, to listen to people in this community, to have the time for the people in this community. Maybe this new year, my friend, we need to look at the ways in which to forge 
new relationship with one another and with many people outside this church of Downhead. If this new year 2020, we can achieve the encouraging of relationship one with another. We'll be doing extraordinary things in this challenging time. Secondly, my friend, let us talk about our service. The service we offer as a church. The service we offer as individuals in this place. We are a parish church. A parish church called to engage with this community of Townhead in which we are placed. And that means we take seriously understanding our context, looking carefully and listening to what the people are saying, to what is going on around us. And we have much to learn as well as to give. We support the things that are going well in this parish. We work in a partnership with others. We share the gifts of church and the community for the common good. We serve in informal ways and we make a difference. We commit ourselves to serve as Jesus did, including sharing the good news Jesus came to bring. My friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we should not forget that we are Presbyterian, not congregational. We belong together. And we should rejoice with those who rejoice in our community. We should weep with those who weep in this community of Townhead. My friends, let me tell you one important thing here. When we decide to follow Jesus, when we decide to follow Jesus, Jesus will equip us. He will equip us and he will enable us to do even impossible things. I can assure you. If really we decide to follow him, as we hear his, him calling us, and if really we decide to follow him, he will equip us, and he will enable us to do things, even things impossible. He will equip us to pray faithfully. He will equip us to love more ardently. He will equip us to believe that God can make something get out everything, even out of evil. God needs us. God needs me. God needs each and every one of us here. God needs us, his people. His people who will bring about good from everything. In these challenging times. Thanks be to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. And friends, let in response to sing another hymn which is very, very encouraging. I like this hymn, 760, and we take the offering.
when we walk with the Lord and we sing verse 1 and verse 2, it's just trust and obey. Let us pray together. Loving God, please accept the money we have given. We dedicate this money for the work of the church. And we ask you to use all that we have and all that we are in our service. In your presence, O oh God, we remember all our friends and the neighbors, those who live in this community with us, especially those who are poor, those asking you to give us grace to serve them wholeheartedly in your name. Lord God, the story of your love for us make us realize that uh, there are many others as well as ourselves, who need your help and who need your grace. And we pray for those who are in sorrow and those who are bearing the burdens of others. Be with all those who are in danger or distress today. Be in every soul heart. Be beside every sick bed, giving to all the blessing of your peace. Oh, Father, have compassion on all those who have nowhere to sleep and those who through lying down 
cannot sleep for pain or anxiety. O Lord, we ask for your heavenly blessing for all the members of our households, all our neighbors, and all our fellow citizens. May Christ in every heart and in his law be honored in every home. May every knee bow before him and every tongue confess that he is Lord. Loving God, hear our prayers for the house-bound members of this church, for those who are in the hospital, for those who are in the home, reaching out to all our loved ones and friends who are unwell, Minister your love to them, O Lord. Grant relief for pain. Grant comfort in sorrow. Grant hope in despair. Grant reassurance in a moment of fear and anxiety. Loving God in your mercy, hear our spoken and our unspoken prayers. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. We are going to conclude our service by singing this, just putting our faith in, in practice, in action, one, two, zero, one, longing for light, and we sing verse one to verse four. That is putting our faith in action, one, two, zero, one. Longing for light.
Praise the Lord. You can hear it. Many the gifts, many the people, many the hearts that are here to be Lord. Let us be servant to one another, making your kingdom come. Now let us go in peace. The blessing of God Almighty. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Be with each and every one of us. Today and always. Amen. <laughs> Thank you.